Thank you for tuning in to Seven Figure Fitness Business. Now, today, Andrew and I are joined by a very special guest, the lovely Sheree Thompson, who is the CEO of Hyperthyroid Body Transformation and basically all of our collective online fitness brands. How are you, Sheree? I'm good. I'm a little bit nervous about what you guys are going to put me through now. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. So, Sheree, like I thought it'd be great just for you to start off by giving just a bit of a, a background about sort of, you know, what it is actually that you do for us as CEO and how you sort of help us organize the business and our lives. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's fair to say what is it that I don't do? <laughs> um, yeah. um, there's so many areas um, that I, I kind of like to have my hand in, which I probably shouldn't as much. I'd classify myself as quite a um, hands-on CEO, but obviously I have my my helpers as well on the ground um, running all the departments, but basically just making sure that, you know, everyone's doing what they need to be doing. Um, anywhere that we need to, we're doing improvements. We're, we're looking at that and continually making refinements to our systems and processes. And yeah, I mean, culture-wise, you know, trying to ensure that everyone's happy as well, you know, in what they're doing and that they're feeling like that they're not just getting their work done, but they're actually enjoying and feeling some sense of satisfaction from that as well. I think a big part of it as well is together, you know, you and I very much look at the numbers, you know, numbers are kind of my thing. And then we talk about what those numbers and it's just like, okay, using those to make decisions about the business in the future so that we can keep on growing, getting bigger and Although you don't want to get too big. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we are trying to keep ourselves, you know, level-headed and slow down just a bit. But. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, I mean, to be fair, I um, definitely, uh, you know, a big part of it is you with the numbers. I, I never remember the numbers. It's probably my biggest downfall. But in saying that, you know, that's where your strength is, so I use my strength elsewhere. But um, the, the figures on that and the numbers, man, have they changed so much since, you know, when I first started to where we are now. It's just been amazing watching that. Yeah, the thing, the thing, like, I want to explain kind of where we were about four years ago. And I think this puts a little bit of context on, you know, actually what you do and what your role is. I think, you know, we brought on three staff at the very beginning. And my job at that time was literally to wander around to every person and train them in the house in the house in the house we were working out of my house that's right i was still wandering around in my pajamas very (laughs) but yeah that that was kind of the thing and it's like you know my area of genius is very much you know marketing numbers ads and i was really being taken away from that so you know a year and a half on that problem only compounded as we had more and more staff you know here i was i was doing sales I was managing the team. I was setting up all the software, making sure that everybody was happy. And, you know, the business, you know, perhaps wasn't as growing as fast as it should be. Enter three. Now, you know, what, what was it? What was it? Tell everyone uh, what the role was um, that we employed you as. Yeah. So I don't even know what the title was now, but basically I was coming in to do all the, the messaging and booking in leads through Messenger, which, you know, we obviously have now up and running, which is hugely successful. But that was going to be my my baby, essentially. It was brand new. We hadn't actually rolled it out. We, you guys hadn't actually rolled it out in the business. Um, and I was being hired to come in and step into that role and sit there and message, you know, leads all day and get them booked in for sales calls, which... <laughs> Never actually happened. Well, the, 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 the thing was, Shree, like, simply put, you just had way too much talent to do that role. <laughs> you know? well, 
I don't know. Like I just, and it was, it was funny because when I came in, I know that that was obviously my role. Um, and I was being shown how to use all the different systems and software and things that we use. And then I just started to see things. And I was like, guys, <laughs> <laughs> why are you doing this? Why hasn't this been done? <laughs> I know you looked at our HR policy and our contracts and you're like, guys, like you're missing a lot of stuff here. So, you know, like we we say it, you know, I've heard everyone say this, is that, you know, the way to describe you, Shree, is that without getting all mushy here, but you're really the heart and soul of the business because you're kind of the glue that sticks everything together. You know, there's a lot of things that were being done. And, you know, Andrew and Iggy and, Iggy and I, we always discuss imperfect action and how important that is in business. And I would say in a lot of ways, your job is to make sure that that imperfect action is perfected as quickly as possible so that that does not cause the business strife um, yeah. down the line. And you're very, very good at, it's a real skill set that I think a lot of people have, or even an activity a lot of people don't like is to be so detail-minded that you basically examine things very carefully, find flaws in them, and then you come up with solutions and fix them very quickly. So we're extremely lucky to have that. Yeah, that's actually, yeah, good good uh, analysis of me, definitely. Um, so evidently, I never actually started that position. I created myself <laughs> a whole new one, <laughs> yeah. respectfully. And because, yeah, I, I, um, I see things that others potentially don't see. And I have this almost, I call it a sixth sense, where I just... I'll just go and look at something and I'll see that suddenly it's not working or someone's, you know, made an error somewhere or they've been doing something wrong and I can pick it up straight away. And it's just this really weird, you know, sense, sense thing that I have. But, um, yeah, I, I definitely, I love admin, which is probably quite sick to hear to some people, <laughs> but I love getting in there. I get into flow when I can focus on something and, you know, work on improving it or working out what's the problem and making it better. So it um, seems to have paid off. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's analysis of the entire business and knowing what's wrong. You know, like you're on the ground level, you've got, you know, um, a finger in every single pie, knowing exactly what's going on and able to report back to us so we're able to make better decisions. But I think yeah. like that's that's the that's the big thing, and I think the biggest change that's happened since you were brought on is the professionalism of the business. Okay. Um, I think like we, you know, it's a very very sharp outfit. It's a legitimate business, and you know, it's become medium. You know, it really is a medium sized business, yeah. even looking into becoming large, and it's just so professionally run. And I think this is a skill set that both AP and I just don't have. Our attention to detail mm-hmm. is far, far less than, you know, what you bring to the table. And I think, like, you know, for me, like, my brain is pretty scattered all the time. I'm like, you know, oh, colour over here, another bright colour over here. Let's do this. Let's start a new business. And you're like, Andrew, back over here. Hello. (laughs) And and you're you're the the voice of of reason, really. It's kind of like, you know, you know when to uh, punch me in the head and say, you know, Andrew, stop. We can't do that right now. And, you know, I think, like, if it were to go my way, we'd be, you know, too many different things and it would actually be pushing us backwards. So you're kind of the guard that holds the fort that doesn't, you know, that makes sure that things don't get out of control. Yeah, look, I think, I mean, a lot of things have happened as well because you do move 100 miles an hour, but then you definitely need that person behind in, in the background going, okay, let's just fix this, fix this, you know, as you're moving ahead um, to make sure that it doesn't become a bigger problem later on. So there's absolutely, you know, huge benefits to you having the mindset that you do have, but then having me there going, 
wait a second, these are the implications if we do this. You know, don't forget that this affects this, you know, so we need to have this in place. Um, and so it's kind of like a nice little balance um, that we have there. And we just kind of find that sweet spot, I guess. Yeah. Well, we, we, we do have a running joke. It's, uh, <laughs> Sheree, I've got some exciting news. Cue <laughs> <Sheree>? hyperventilating. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, yeah. uh, and, and, and I can only get the same response. You, you pause for about three, four, five seconds. Yeah, like, does that look right now? <laughs> there it's we go. A swear word in there somewhere as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I'll ask you, you're joking, right? As well. <laughs> yeah. But this is, this is the thing. Like you know, a simple analogy would be is that you know Andrew and I very much was growth based business, right? And particularly Andrew being the you know, pure entrepreneur that he is. So you can think of it as like Andrew's always got his foot on the floor with the accelerator, right? And so you apply the brakes. You He's make sure that we don't crash. <laughs> yeah, we, we want to go fast, but you make sure that we don't crash. And I think it's it's such a valuable skill set. And I, I never forget being in uh, in the States, actually, when we went to the ClickFunnels event two years ago before COVID. And Tony Robbins got up and he was actually talking about three different roles in a business. And at the time, Andrew and I looked at each other and we were like, yeah. So basically, Andrew was one of the types, which was the pure entrepreneur. And he said, you know, most people think they're an entrepreneur and they're not. Like entrepreneurs are visionaries. They're very comfortable with risk. They like to create things quickly and then move on before they've necessarily perfected it. It's, it's now, now, now. Yeah. Exactly. And that that's Andrew. I mean, he's always got a great idea innovating the industry, sometimes so fast that, you know, the company will, will be working to keep up. Talked about the artist, which, you know, is an artist in the regular sense. It's that person that likes to get in and learn a skill sort of and, and really sort of perfect that and, and get in there, maybe dealing with the people a bit more. And I definitely saw myself in that description. And then he talked about what was actually the rarest, which was a genuine manager. And that's someone who has detail-minded, you know, traits where they keep things running efficiently and clean. And he actually made a point of saying that not the entrepreneur, but actually the manager was by far the hardest person to find who did that at a, at a, at a high level. And Andrew and I just looked at each other and kind of smiled as if to say, well, we've kind of got all three. So it, well, it was- I think I'd been with you guys about six months when you went over there for that. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, amazing. I'm interested in asking, like, because I think it's really important to give people an insight. So what are some of the things that you have done or created for us in the time that you've been with HyperBT? What are some of those major changes that you've made uh, that you're either most proud of or that you think have had the biggest impact on the business? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I know that we've we've tackled a few different platforms for our payments and things like that because... <laughs> When I came in, you guys were using Stripe, which is amazing, obviously, but no one was actually following up failed payments. We are. Uh, that's 100% correct. <laughs> I, I remember I just used to look at the failed payment sheet and get depressed and go, oh, 30% of people or 40% or 20%, no idea, just aren't paying us. And uh, <laughs> Why are we not getting more money? You know, yeah, that's exactly hey, Where's our money going? We sold all these. <laughs> it was just insane. And that was probably... Um, uh, the biggest thing that I noticed, I guess. But again, you guys didn't have the um, the manpower neither to 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 manage um, the account side of things, being that everyone was on payment plans and so forth. So, look, we've child and error, child and error on a few, but that was definitely something that I'm really proud of that we've got, and we actually have obviously an accounts department now um, managing all of that. Um, even the basic stuff, though, in the way that we communicate. So when I joined you guys, um, you were using Facebook to message, you know 
um, employees in the business. Now, it's a basic thing, mm-hmm. but you really need to take that away from Facebook because that's, you know, your employee's personal space and bring it into a, a more um, streamlined platform, especially in a virtual environment that we all are in now with remote working. So we implemented using Slack. So that in itself was huge, um, especially with, you know, so many different channels that we communicate through on Slack as well and so many departments. I might, I might add something to that, and this is, you know, absolutely huge, but we were originally operating out of my house, which was fine at the time because we had a really small team. But, you know, with the introduction of Slack, with COVID, we had to learn how to operate online and bringing in something like Slack bringing in different forms of communication, making sure that everybody's happy and still running a really successful business at home was critical at the time. And that was something that you really spearheaded. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and just staying, feeling connected as well. And because we've continued to grow and grow and grow since then, um, I think, I don't know, there's about eight of us or six of us when I joined um, the team. And obviously we've scaled so much since with regards to, you know, um, staffing, but just feeling connected still as well and a sense of, you know, still being a part of a team even though we're all scattered all over the world essentially. So that's really important because culture, which is something that we're focusing even more and more on now, is sink or swim in your business. You know, if you don't have an amazing culture, your your business is going to go backwards. So culture right now is a really huge focus point for us as we get bigger as well. Um, So that's something that I'm really, you know, really happy and really proud about as well. Not to mention just, you know, bringing in, um, you know, various systems and processes for tracking and things like that too, so basic stuff. But, yeah, mm-hmm. gosh, there's, there's been a lot because we've just grown so much. How big how big's our team now? I don't even know. <laughs> um, look, I, 45, 50, including our UK, UK division, definitely. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. So, you know, you've made the business very compliant with regulations and laws and you know all that kind of stuff where it was really lacking the culture change has been huge because we were i think i remember when you first came in you making a comment about just how many different softwares we were using in different things and we had even multiple different communication platforms as well mm-hmm. that we we're using so a lot of that stuff's been been really valuable and what are some of the biggest things that you're working on at the moment what are the what are we've got some very big plans for 2022 don't we sure yeah, look, um, we, we've sort of really cracked down just recently in particular with um, upskilling and education. Um, and I've got a lot of things in mind for 2020 because 2020 is going to be such a big year. So a real big focus, as I said, building on that culture is um, education and upskilling for um, particularly for our coaches, but also for, you know, our, our member success team who look after the, the, the very best first experience and the onboarding with our, our new members um, so that's a huge focus for us. And basically that first 100 days, I guess you can say, um, of making sure that client experience is just top notch uh, because you need to obviously ensure that that runs super smoothly to ensure that you get the full um, longevity out of the client too. So that's a huge focus point for me um, at the moment as well. And then, of course, you know, we're looking at, which we're just trialling now, you know, different ways to um, take payments and get more money up front as well. So we're just trialling a few things there. I want to, you know, discuss how we actually come to the decision of, you know, needing to, you know, focus on the fulfillment side of things and focus on, you know, managing the team and the coaches and so forth. Because I think there's, it's undoubtable that when it comes to the marketing side of things, when it comes to the sales side of the things, you know, I don't know anyone who's 
doing greater numbers than we are with the same sort of conversions of percentages. Like they're absolutely yep. world-class divisions. And, you know, if we're the world's best at that, you know, I can, you know, say that, hey, our fulfilment isn't at that same level. If we want to be world number one, we're going to have to keep picking up that standard. Yeah. And, you know, what would generally happen in one of our meetings is Luke and the virtual assistants would go ahead and they would um, prepare numbers. I'd then look at the numbers and say, okay, so at the moment we have 15% people as a hypothetical number reneging from the program before they actually start. How are we going to fix that problem? You know, myself, you, Andrew, Luke will roundtable and come up with ideas and, you know, concepts as to how we're going to go about that. I generally say something that's impossible and you tell me that's not possible and this is possible and we go with that. So, you know, it's really good like to have that sort of conversation and then we go forth and go, this is what we're going to go do and you and Luke go and execute on it. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, like having Luke in the team as well has just been an amazing addition, you know, that I think we've got a really... Uh, amazing executive team um, who are all focused on the you know the same end result, which is um, just so important to have in in, in the, the line of business that we do. Fulfillment, huge, yeah, definitely big big things ahead for next year with regards to fulfillment. I think because we've grown so quickly as well as a business, we've had to play catch up quite a lot with our fulfillment. We've had to change the way that we do, you know have the fulfillment side of things running because what we the way we used to do things because we have so many members now we've had to change that and you know we've got about I think 13 coaches now and that's still growing in our our membership base um you know I think we've got about 1700 members now so the way that you know they're submitting food diaries and things like that and we just had to totally reassess and build out new ways to do it because of the um, the volume that's coming through. And as we continue to grow, that'll be something that we continue to need to look at as well. So huge focus on um, customer fulfillment in 2022, definitely. Well, that's it. Like when we first started the business, it's Andrew and I in a Facebook group helping people with their health and fitness. And then you bring on three, one coach, you bring on three coaches, and now we've got 12 coaches or thereabouts. Yeah. And it's just like, you need systems in place because as soon as you don't have them, you know, quality is reduced. And that's a big thing. It's like, you know, we've talked a lot and we're in a consolidation phase at the moment. We don't want to go beyond 100 sales per week because if we do that, business is going to break. Yeah. And for me, 2022 is about getting to that point where everything's consolidated. And then if we choose to do so, if we want to, we can then go to the next level and keep on going. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I suppose we'll just see how that goes at the moment you know business size is an interesting thing i think that's an entire podcast episode really yeah. um, discussing how big we are you know do want to grow but it, it, it really is you know if you put it you know think about it, it's actually having the systems in place so the business doesn't break yeah definitely and the other thing is you know i'm i'm very big uh on the welfare of our employees as well as you've probably noticed um so burnout you know it's really important that we the coaches aren't experiencing burnout because they do have such a large member base that they're looking after and you know you have one coach or two coaches who happen to be off for a day or a couple of days you know in a week it can really throw the team into a bit of disarray and they're all having to pull together and we have an amazing coaching team who you know you know, very um, very good at working together as a team. But, you know, for instance, yesterday we had three coaches call in because couldn't t- turn up to work. You know, it, it has a big impact on the on the team and, you know, that delivery and keeping um, the client fulfilment moving forward. But, again, you know, something you have to manage, especially when you have such a big um, membership base as well. So always, uh, always exciting times in the coaching land. 
Yeah, I think like, you know, that's why culture is so important because every single person has their capabilities and perhaps capacity professionally, but you can unlock so much more when the person really feels valued and that they're in a role where they can grow and have impact. And if they're being respected, and I think that's the system that you have set up really well, Sheree, is that you're working constantly on making sure that everybody feels that they're getting fulfillment and growth out of their roles. um, And it allows them to perform at a much higher level. Yeah, definitely. And I also value, you know, their input as well. You know, we we have a very open floor policy where if someone's got an idea or they feel like something's not working properly, then not to be afraid to step forward and share that with us. Um, we want them to feel like they're a part of the business. And, when, you know, Luke and myself and you guys, we're not there just to, you know, to throw orders. We want them to feel like they're helping us grow the business and make these improvements and changes. We're always asking for their feedback on everything as well, which is super important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Ghost, do you have any other specific topics you wanted to broach today or you, Sheree? Not really. I forgot that this was happening. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just take the reins again for a second. Yeah. So, I mean, Andrew said before, you know, growth versus consolidation, and we have always been in growth, 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 growth. And we've talked about that a number of times. But if we actually want to look at things, you know, the last I believe it's now four months, G, have been our most profitable ever. Is that That's correct, right? Significantly, yeah. Yeah. So, and this is the interesting thing is like having that constant growth mindset. You know, a lot of people are stuck because they don't grow fast enough. They're so nervous all the time. We've kind of been guilty of the opposite. And, and what we've done now, and, you know, Sheree, you've been such a huge part of this, is that discussion about what it's actually going to take to make the company more solid more profitable and and to really consolidate on everything. And so there's been a lot of examination over the last six to 12 months about a lot of the inefficiencies and making a lot of changes. And this year, 2021 has been a phenomenal year. And I think 2022 just has even more exciting things in store. So, you know, it's going to be an amazing time period for the business. Yeah, absolutely agree. I um, I can't wait for 2022. I mean, if the last 12 months are anything to go by and I already know that things are on the up, are still going up, you know, 2022 is just like anything's attainable. Well, I want to I finish the conversation by just asking you one more question. Um, what are your goals for the business in 2022? Like are there any particular things there that you're really excited to see happen? Yeah, look, I mean, there's, I've, I've got a list of things, you know, that I want to see, see happen. But I think the biggest thing is really that customer fulfillment in 2022. I mean, we know we, know we have that marketing down pat, you know, um, we, we know we have the most amazing sales team going, you know, it really is for 22 all about customer fulfillment, you know, and just taking the, the service that we offer to a whole nother level. So um, huge focus on that for 2022. You know, systems and processes will always continue to be refined as we move forward, but it's really all about, I guess, the theme next year is all about um, customer fulfillment. And, and how do we measure performance in customer fulfillment? Are there any specific metrics that we look for? What do you look for in terms of seeing that that's actually working? Yeah, well, there's a few. Um, so obviously people who are paying us, 
is something yeah. that we use as a, as a measure, a huge measure. Um, the other one is, you know, people who are submitting their food diaries as well, lets us know, um, you know, are people engaged, are members engaged? Um, the second one of that is if they're in the premium program, are they turning up for their, their weekly coaching call as well? And then, of course, those that actually get through to the end of the program um, and potentially even re-sign to stay on with us for longer. So we have a couple of different metrics there that we use that are really important. And they let us know, obviously, at different stages as well as to where potential engagement drops off too. So a lot to work with next year, but I'm really excited for it. Awesome. Cool. All right. Well, thank you, Sheree. Thanks Thanks for coming on. It's been That's a pleasure. Right. Um, great to chat. And we'll, de- we'll definitely have to get you on again because there's going to be updates required of how these things are going. Uh, you know, for everyone listening, you know, you really, obviously, when it comes to having an online business, you need to have a lot of things in place that I think fitness-minded people often can be rather unorganized and unsort of detail-orientated. So whether it's going to be you filling that gap or finding somebody like Sheree, it's essential to get these things organized as quickly as possible. Any final comments, Sheree, at all? Look, I think um, just following on from what you just said there, it's finding someone that complements your strengths and feels, you know, closes the gaps there for you. Because um, as a business owner, you're you you you're not expected to know how to do everything neither. You know, you, you find the person who's skilled in that area and you hire them, you know, so depending where you want to sit in the business, which is what you guys have done. And, um, and I think also that person can't be afraid to call you on your bullshit or give you their honest opinion on something, <laughs> which I think I'm pretty good at um i was just just thinking the next time we get you on a a podcast sheree it should be when i come up with an idea and you say no and then we can (laughs) have it out on air Um, you can tell sheree about it live (laughs) we'll we'll have a discussion live (laughs) yeah it always ends well though um you have become become more fierce very very good at uh tell tell me when things aren't possible It's great. And it's, a, it's, a, it's an incredible quality. You know, yeah, it's I think it's um, You know, what AP said before, you know, you we really do make a, you know, sensational team because yeah. between us, you know, we have an artist, we have an entrepreneur and we have, you know, um, manager. the manager. Yeah. yeah. So very grateful having you in the team, Sheree. Thank you. I love being a part of it. Absolutely. And looking forward to 2022. Yes. Thanks, Thanks for listening, so. everyone. We'll see you on the next episode. Yeah.